888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 375, I'm going to be talking about how to create and sell digital products. Oh man, I love me some good old digital products for a number of reasons. You know, in episode 373, I spoke about why affiliate marketing is a great place to start when it comes to monetizing your blog. But there comes a point in every blogger's, blogger's life when it's time to put the big boy pants on and start creating your own stuff. And while there are many things that you can choose to create, the flexibility that comes with creating and selling digital products is just awesome. So in this episode, I'll walk you through why I think creating and selling them is a great idea. We'll get into different kinds of products you can create and how to make them. And we're even going to dive into how to choose the right price point. So creating and selling digital products, that's what we're going to be talking about today. What is up? What is up? What is up? I hope you are having an amazing week. I hope your week is off to a great start if you're listening to this when I <laughs> when I release it. Uh, but if you're listening to it at the end of the week, man, I hope you had a great, an amazing, a fantastic week my week is going great. I'm recording this on a Friday. And you know what's one of the things that's making my week so awesome? I just read some of the reviews that you guys have been leaving. And, and here's this one from Jen Hoverstadt. I was hooked after my first listen. The energy in this show is fantastic, both from Leslie and his guests. I feel like I'm part of the conversation. Leslie treats his guests with kindness, respect, and ensures it's a successful interview with his questions. As someone who is focusing on their blog, I love the tips I can quick I can grab quickly from Leslie and his guests. Jen, thank you so much for giving me an even more amazing week. And then we have Elise, Elise Yu from Canada says, I love the energy Leslie brings to his podcast. Lots of great tips on how to blog and grow your blog. I feel his heart for helping. Very genuine and much needed in this space. He has changed my thoughts about where my business is taking me going forward. A huge thank you and keep up the good work. Take care and keep smiling. You know what's keeping me smiling right now, uh, Elise? your review. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. If you're listening to this podcast and you've gotten value from this this podcast in any capacity and you want to help me out a little bit, I'm going to just put it just like that. You want to help me out a little bit, make me feel even better and make me like pumped to, to create the next episode and call your name and say the awesome stuff that you are sharing with the world. Go ahead and take the 30 seconds or one minute that it would take to just pull out your Apple podcast app or Wherever you're listening to this and leave a review, that would be very helpful 
and very much appreciated. So thank you so much, Elise. Thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And because you did that, you know what? I'm 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 coming with it this episode. I'm I'm bringing it. I'm 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 man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna just keep saying I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's get into the content for today's episode. We're talking all about how to create and sell digital products. Now, the question, the first question is this. And actually, you know what? Let me, before the question, my first digital product was, I mean, you would guess it, all about teaching people how to blog. And actually, the first product that I made, I gave it away for free. It was called, and I mentioned this in my um, uh, 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 my episode on affiliate marketing, it was my seven-day boot camp. And then eventually, I, you know, I, I had been going through courses, and I decided, you know what, it's time to start making my own courses teaching people how to do the things that I, I do. And I started doing that with Become a Blogger Premium. I remember that back in, when was that? That was like back in 2000 and maybe 10 when I started with Become a Blogger Premium. And I, I made a, a few courses and then we had these ongoing webinars that we were doing. And it was my first foray into getting into digital products. And I absolutely love it. And I want to tell you why I love digital products. Number one, it's digital. So you have no inventory to manage. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with selling physical products. I remember I worked with a blogger. Um, we partnered and she was doing natural hair products and, um, and, and she would make YouTube videos and we'd post it on her blog. And, and, and through the growth of her YouTube channel and her blog, she was able to sell the physical products, which were hair products. But there was so much that went into managing the inventory and all that good stuff. You don't have to deal with that when you're talking about digital products. Whether you sell one copy or you sell a million, the sales process is pretty similar. And it doesn't take up a bunch of space in your in your house. It doesn't you know how you need to have a, 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 a warehouse because it's all digital. Oh, just talking about it gets me excited. I could just sell a billion copies, I wish, <laughs> a billion copies of a course that I create and, and it's not going to take any space in my house. I'm good with that. So that's number one. Number two, it's easy to change, improve, or expand. If, if something's wrong with it, no worries. Just, just fix it. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect out of the gate because you can always improve on it. And that is awesome because it's digital, baby. I mean, come on. <laughs> and number three, you know, we spoke two episodes ago about how awesome it is to promote affiliate products, especially when you're getting started um, when it comes to monetizing your blog. Well, now if you have a digital product, you can recruit your own army of affiliates. And by doing this, you can get other people to promote your stuff for you. And it's beautiful because it's digital, baby. <laughs> I love, I love digital products because, you know, and when you're creating your own product, you get to create it. You get to put your own creativity into what you're creating. And that is something 
I absolutely love. Do you love it too? Does it sound exciting to you? Well, let's talk then about the different types of digital products that you can create because there are all kinds of options. But there are three main types that most bloggers that I know are going to sell. And I want to share these three main types with you. The first one, and it's kind of like going from lowest value, generally speaking, to highest value. So the first one would be creating, you know, an ebook or some other PDF guide. So this is generally speaking, this is going to be the the easiest one to create. You don't need to get into all of this stuff with video and audio and editing and all that good stuff. You don't need a bunch of sophisticated technology. If you know how to write or you know how to hire someone to write, (laughs) you can create an ebook. Now, this usually, when, when we're thinking about an ebook or a PDF guide, if this is something that you're selling, this is going to have the lowest perceived value. And people are generally gonna, not going to be willing to spend as much money as they would for a course or something else. All right? Because the perceived value of this is significantly lower. All right? Now, the benefit of starting with something like an ebook or uh, some other kind of PDF guide is because it's a lower price, it's often easier to sell. It's easier to sell something that's, that, that's not as expensive. And a lot of people will use this as kind of like an entry point into their funnel, um, uh, to, to their sales process, I'm sorry. Uh, and the reason why is because it's much easier for me to convince you to buy a $7 ebook than a $997 uh, uh, course that I'm selling. All right. So because there's a lower barrier to entry, it makes it easier to sell. So ebooks or other PDF guides, that is type number one when it comes to digital product. Number two, courses. This is like the next level up, right? You're you're teaching someone, obviously with an ebook, you can teach someone uh, something of value as well, but you're teaching something of value. And in most cases, not all cases, you're dealing here with video. Maybe you're creating a video course. You can do an audio course. And I've even paid for a written course where everything was text. And it was an extremely valuable course. And it was done in that format for specific reasons because it had to do with writing. So it made perfect sense. But people are generally going to be more likely to spend more money on a course. Now, the benefit of doing a course, and this is one of the reasons why I really love courses, is because you can do a, a better job at showing someone how to do something. Yes, in an ebook, they're reading, they're, you're, you're telling them how you do this thing. But now I can actually show you with the courses in my membership, um, in my coaching club membership. You are literally watching my screen as I show you. Click here. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. And you can follow along. I was on a coaching call yesterday, and um, we were talking about, you know, the videos that I'm creating right now and how you're able to just kind of follow along in the process. And as I do something, you have another screen open, and you are doing that. It makes it much easier to show rather than tell. And as a result of this, it has a higher perceived value than an ebook, and people are, are more likely to spend more money on a course. All right, what's type number three? 
membership sites. This to me is kind of like the, the holy grail of digital product creation because if you can get this right, oh man, this, you, you're going to have people you're going to have customers paying a monthly fee, an annual fee, something along those lines for access to your training or to your resources or to certain services that you provide. And when this is done well, why I love it so much is because you're creating recurring revenue. And that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love this because, hey, you're running a business, right? And you want to be able to predict how much money am I going to make next month and how much money am I going to be able to make the month after that. And by having that recurring income, it makes it easier to make those kinds of calculations. Now, here's the thing. These are way more complicated to deal with, to set up, to maintain uh, than a course. A course, in most cases, is just kind of a one-off thing. You pay this price, you get access to it, and great, you move on with life. But with a membership site, you have to continue to show up every month on an ongoing basis and provide value and do that consistently. And that can become challenging. It can become a challenge. It can become exhausting. Building a membership site is not easy. And usually when someone comes to me and right off the bat they're trying to, you know, go into a membership site, I will usually tell them, you know what, I would recommend for you to create a course first and sell that course and learn how to sell that course. And that course can start making you money you can see how the sales process went. You can, you can tweak it and maybe create another course and sell that without having the pressure of having to show up each and every month. And then at some point in the future, when now, hey, you're used to creating courses, you've, been, you've done this a few times, you can take those courses and put them into your membership site. And now you have content for your membership site and you can continue to grow from there. So I will usually tell people, don't jump all the way to membership sites. Start with the course first and then go from there. Okay, so the question then becomes, we know these three main types. Yes, there are others, but these are the three main types I see most people doing. Um, how, do you, how do you decide? How do you choose the digital product that you're going to create? So here's what I recommend. I would recommend for you to answer the following three questions to help you to help guide your decision as to which one to create. Question number one, what problem are you trying to solve? Now, when I ask that question, I mean, what problem are you trying to help your audience solve, or your customers solve? Now, the answer to this question can often make it easy for you to decide what kind of product to create. And a great way to choose a problem is by asking your audience, like, what are you struggling with? What pain points are you dealing with? If you can, if you can wave a magic wand and have all of your problems solved when it comes to this particular niche, what problem would you solve? By conducting a survey, by doing a survey, uh, that can give you insight into what kind of product you want to create. So, for example, 
if the thing that you are trying to help people solve demands visuals and videos so that you can show them the processes because it can be a bit complicated. Well, that's going to eliminate your, um, your, your ebook, right? It's going to be either a course or a membership site. But if the problem that you're trying to solve is not a problem that they're going to need ongoing support with, it's just you teach them how to do it and now they know how to do it, well, then maybe you want to do a course and not a membership site. You see, by knowing what problem you're solving, that's going to make it easier for you to actually decide what product to make. That's question number one. Question number two is a, it's a simple question. And that is, what is the easiest way for you to get started? Like, there's so many bloggers that have so many amazing ideas about things that they want to do. But then they start overthinking it because maybe they're not familiar with the processes and all these kinds of stuff. What is the easiest way for you to get started? Some people are really good on, on camera. Video is easy for them. And writing, oh man, if they have to sit down and write something, it will be like pulling teeth. Well, then you probably shouldn't go the route of making an ebook. Jump behind that camera and start teaching. Share your screen and start teaching. So, so think about what is the easiest way for you to get started because I would much rather you get started than just be thinking about it forever and ever. In other words, play towards your strength because that's going to make it easier to actually get the stuff out there. Does that make sense? Wait, did you answer me? Because I didn't, I, didn't I didn't hear you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Play towards your strength. All right, so answer the question. First of all, what problem are you trying to solve? Secondly, what is the easiest way to get started? And number three, what is the best way to solve the problem? So if there were an ideal situation for your customer, what would that be? in terms of you helping them to solve that problem. It may be easier for you to create an ebook, but will that really help them do what they're trying to do? Or is it better for you to have videos to show it to them? You want to think about it. Uh, are they going to need ongoing support that they can only get in a membership site? If that is the case, well, that informs your decision. You got to answer these questions because that gives you a better idea of where you want to start and what digital product you want to choose. The product you create is going to be somewhere between what is easiest and what's best. And that's going to depend on the stage of the business that you're at. If you're more of a beginner, once again, don't jump in at the deep end. Don't, you know, try to, 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 to create this awesome membership site that has all of these components and so on. And next thing you know, you're running yourself ragged trying to get things going. You only got 10 members, but you got to show up consistently for those 10 members as if you have a thousand members in there. Don't go overboard. Start with easy. Now, if you have a lot of experience under your belt, under your belt, then just go with what is best for your customers. All right? All right, so now the question is, yes, okay, we know which one we're going to choose. 
Uh, we're going to choose an ebook or we're going to choose a, 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 a digital course or we're going to choose a membership site. How do we actually do it? Well, I, I did a, 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 um, a few podcast episodes on this, these exact topics. I have one on ebook creation and how to create an ebook. I have one on how to create uh, and sell an online course. And I have one on how to build a membership site. It's a comprehensive guide. And I'm going to link to those episodes in the show notes for this episode. I'm, I'm going to still give you some guidance in how to do it and some of the main things that you need in order to create it. But if you want to go more in depth, Check out the show notes for this episode. This is becomeablogger.com slash 375. I'm going to link to the other three episodes that go in detail on how to do these things. All right. Is that good for you? Um, it's going to be episodes number, just so you know, 240 for the ebook, 361 for the courses, and 238 for the membership site. I'm going to mention a few things here that's going to be slightly different from some of the things that I talk about when it comes to uh, especially membership sites. Okay, so an ebook, what do you need? There an ebook like I said is the simplest one. Whatever you use to to create documents, you can use it to create an ebook. So whether that's Microsoft Word or Google Docs or op Open Office, you're going to use that and you're going to write the article. I mean, you're going to write the ebook and then you're going to add in pictures, whether it's stock images or images that you create or screenshots or whatever the case might be. You're going to add all of that to fill it in and show them the steps that you're trying to teach them. You can even link to stuff. Well, the, the first ebook that I created, or maybe the only ebook that I created now that I think about it, was a human physiology study guide. I called it Human Physiology for Regular People. <laughs> and that one I sold. But what I did with that ebook is um, at, at strategic points throughout that ebook, I would have a link for them to go and watch a video because I had the video on my, the videos on my blog um, so they can go directly and kind of in interact with the ebook and click on those links and go and watch the video that's related to that. So there's all kinds of stuff that you can do. The key thing is this. Once you have finished writing the document, adding the images, adding the links, formatting it and all that stuff, you want to export it as a, a PDF. And generally speaking, you're going to do that by going to File, Save As, or Export, and save it as a PDF. All right? So that's, that, uh, that's simply how you create an ebook. Whatever uh, word processor you use, use that. You're already familiar with it. Format it the way you want it to format. So, you, you know, having the headings and the bullet points and, and pictures and all that stuff, links and so on, and then just save it as an ebook. And now you have something to sell. Now, in the episode where I dealt with this, you know, I talk about, you know, where to find images and how to sell it using a service like Gumroad, which is what I've used for selling my ebook because it's such a simple service and a bunch of other things that you can use and walk you through the exact steps, everything from setting it up to selling it, promoting it and all that good stuff. So that is if you decide you want to create an ebook. Now, if you decide you want to create a course, what do you use? Well, 
for my courses, I'll tell you what I do. I like to share my screen because I'm teaching you how to build a blog. It makes perfect sense. Once in a while, I'm on video. Actually, I'm doing a lot where I'm on video now and I'm sharing my screen, so I go back and forth. The key things you're gonna need, let's say you're doing sharing the screen, you're gonna need a slide deck if you're, if you're doing kind of like a presentation. Um, you can use PowerPoint, you can use Keynote, you can use Google Slides. It doesn't matter which one you use, whatever you're most comfortable with, that's what you're gonna use. You, if you're gonna be on camera, you're gonna need a camera. You're also gonna need a, a, a good microphone because the audio quality is more important than the video quality when it comes to video. People will put up with bad video, but they will be much less likely to, they're gonna be less likely to put up with bad audio. So make sure to have a decent microphone. You record your videos. Um, I, for my courses, I will host my videos on Vimeo and I will use the Vimeo Pro subscription. And then I can put this in my whatever service I'm using to deliver the course. The ones that I recommend, Teachable, Thinkific, those are both great platforms. And why I love them is because they make it super simple to create courses. Of course, I'll link to all of this stuff in those episodes so you can check that out. All right? So that's how you create a course. Once again, there are more steps involved. But lucky for you, I created that, those episodes and you can check those out in great detail. What about a membership site? How are you going to do that? Well, similar to how you do a course. And I recommend for you to use the same type of equipment, the same services. You can use Teachable. You can use Thinkific. In the episode that I did, I, I spoke about using a member for managing the membership site. Um, uh, that is a little more complicated than Teachable and Thinkific. Teachable and Thinkific weren't as strong, or I don't even know if they were around when I recorded that episode. This was in 2015. They were probably around, but not as developed. Teachable is great. Thinkific is great. Use the same process, but the only difference is now you're creating the same kind of content, like for your courses, on an ongoing basis. Now, I've actually started using a different service called Mighty Networks, and the reason for that is I had a Facebook group and I don't want, I, I'm, I, I'm tired of trying to build on a platform that I don't own and I don't control. That is Facebook. <laughs> I don't trust Facebook. So I wanted to build my own community in a way that I could own and control the assets and the engagement and, and I can, I can, I can determine how I want everything structured. So I've moved towards moving using Mighty Networks and it works perfectly for what we're doing. All right, once again, I'm gonna link to these episodes. If that sounds like, oh man, this guy just went through a bunch of technical stuff that I can't remember and all that good stuff, don't worry, I got it all there for you and you can check it out and then you can create the product that you want to create. All right, let's talk about pricing because this is something that kind of uh, uh, gets a lot of people. They have, they're, they're thinking about creating this uh, digital product or they've created this digital product and now it's time to sell it. 
how do you know where to price it or how to price it? Now, the first thing that I recommend you do is research your competitors and, to, and check out their pricing points because there's a high chance, <laughs> there's a high likelihood that if you're thinking about creating a certain kind of product, you're not the first one with that bright idea. I know, I know you, are, you are super smart. You are a unique individual with your unique potential and all that good stuff. But most likely, something like that is going to already be on the market. Um, and if there's absolutely nothing on the market related to what you're trying to do, it's either there's no money in it, or, man, you really came up with something unique. Um, but in most cases, there are going to be similar products out there. So, so, so do some Google searches and, and see what's out there, how they are pricing it out. On the low end, what's the cost? On the high end, what is the cost? That gives you an idea of the price range. Okay? That's the first thing. Research your competitor's pricing. And then number two, start where you're comfortable. Because now you know where, you know, what the price range is. Pick a price uh, where you feel comfortable starting. All right? Now, this, this is very important because a lot of us, you know, we create something and we don't have full confidence in the thing that we created. And we don't see all of the value that's in there, even though it's tremendously valuable. But here's what I want you to remember. Generally speaking, people are going to attribute lower value to lower priced products. If you offer a ton of value and you sell that junk for seven bucks, I might buy it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I have that. I could use it anytime. No big deal. Yada, yada, yada. But if, listen, let me tell you this, right? If I spent $997 on that course that you just created, man, you better believe I'm going to be all up in that course. I'm going to try to milk that course for every single drop of milk that I can get out of it. I know you're thinking you can't get milk out of a course, but trust me, I'm going to be so into that junk that it's going to get some serious milk coming out of it. <laughs> but seriously. You want, to, you want to keep that in mind because you want people to value it enough that they're actually going to consume it and they're going to take it seriously and they are going to put effort into it. Now, you can't control who's going to put effort into it or not, but do not undervalue what you have to offer. So start where you're comfortable and then here's what I want you to do. Raise your prices over time. Just, just raise it. I, I remember um, I had a coaching client. Actually, this has happened with a number of coaching clients. I had a coaching client come to me. They had a pretty decent audience. They had some products for, for sale. They were selling that product and making a few thousand dollars a month. And the main objective in working with me was increasing their revenue. And I remember going to their site. They had an e-commerce store. And I remember checking out the, the printables and the worksheets and so on that they were selling. And they were tremendously valuable. And they were selling them at prices like $3 and $7. And I, I looked at her and I was like, what are you doing? 
And she's like, no, you don't understand my audience. They don't spend a lot. They, you know, maybe they don't have a lot of money and they can't spend it on um, these kind of things. And I'm like, no, that I, I don't believe that that is the truth. You need to raise your prices. And she got nervous, like, no, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't think I can do that. That uh, and and then she's like, "Okay, so you think I should make it four dollars?" I'm like, four dollars? No, bring it up to seventeen. She almost freaked out. <laughs> oh man, I I remember it. I don't I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like that. Either it was three dollars, and I told her to bring it to seventeen, or it was seven dollars, and I told her to bring it to seventeen, and that seemed like a ridiculous ridiculous amount and she felt like if she increased the price that much the number of sales would go down significantly and she wouldn't be able to serve her audience as well so i said hey you know what let's just try it out see what happens if it doesn't work you can bring it back down and with that said she decided okay okay i'm gonna increase the price and she increased the price, and it actually increased the number of sales. Once again, people are going to, generally speaking, attribute lower value to lower price products. And her income increased substantially with that one simple tweak. You know why I love that? Because it makes me look like a genius, right? I just told you one thing, and then all of a sudden your income has doubled or something of that sort. It make me sound. Uh, then you can say, "Man, I worked with Leslie, and and within a week or two, I was making significantly more money than I was making before." All I did was tell you, increase your pricing. So start where you're comfortable, and then continue to raise your price over time. And what you're gonna see is that at a certain point, you're gonna reach a point of diminishing returns. Now, let's say a product is priced at 10 bucks and you increase it to 17 bucks. And let's say before you had a hundred people buying that product um, uh, at 10 bucks, but then you increase the pricing and you notice that, oh man, this month only 90 people bought. Well, you, I don't know how good you are at math, but you actually made more money because if you take 100 times 10, that is 1,000, right? But if you take 90 times 17, you got 1,530 bucks. So that is a smart business decision. But now if you say, man, I love this increasing pricing thing that Leslie just mentioned and it made me some more money, I'm going to make this junk 47 bucks. And then nobody buys, <laughs> that would be a problem. Okay? So when you reach that point of diminishing returns and your income starts decreasing, you know that you've hit that kind of like the sweet spot. So you decrease the price back down to what it was. We had a question about this on the coaching, uh, one of our coaching calls yesterday. Someone said, My price, I believe it's too high, and people aren't buying my product. I've had a few sales. Is it okay to decrease the price? My answer was, yep, decrease it. And if your sales increase, then your pricing was probably a little too high. 
So start where you're comfortable and then continue to increase every so often. If you reach a point of diminishing returns, then you bring it back down. So on that note, I mean, we're at the end of this episode. It was a little shorter than normal. My question for you is this. What will you create? What digital product are you going to create? If you've never created one, I want to know which one are you going to create first. If you've created one and you have a, an idea for another one, let me know what are you going to create next. This is becomeablogger.com slash 375 because, I mean, this is episode 375 and you can find the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 375. I hope you got a ton of value from this one because, man, digital products are awesome. I absolutely love them and the flexibility they, they, they allow you to have and the fact that you can sell so many if you do your job right. Let's do this thing, man. Anyhow, this was episode 375. I told you that already, so I'm going to skip to, hey, if you want to get your blog started, you want to go from idea to blog, and you want someone to guide you on that process, I, I think I know someone that can hook you up. His name is Leslie Samuel. He's from becomeablogger.com, but he has a very special and free course that you can get at fromidea2blog.com. You can put T-O for two. You can put the number two. It doesn't matter. You're going to get there. All right, so go to fromidea2blog.com and let me help you on your blogging journey. I would love to serve you and help you to build a successful blog. That's pretty much it for this episode. My name is Leslie Samuel. I'm from becomeablog.com. We're changing the blog world one blog at a time. And until next time, well, you know how it goes. Take care and God bless. <laughs>